0: Welcome to the first episode of From the Trenches, a podcast by the Business Examiner News Group. Today we've got a very special guest uh, to start things off from Colliers International, um, one of the island's uh, commercial and industrial real estate leaders who's going to talk to us about uh, what's going on north of the Malahat, what his team is seeing in terms of trends, some places to look for potential investments, um, and how to position or at a minimum be aware Um, of how to take advantage of opportunity in uh, real estate as landowners, as business owners. Um, And so, yeah, we really hope you enjoy this first uh, podcast with us. Many more to come. And uh, please do let us know of any feedback that you have or potential uh, interview requests. Thank you. And we really hope you enjoy this episode. For the promo for this, you know, your 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 headshot and that kind of stuff will be in there. But just for the the listeners, could you let us know who you are and and a little bit about what you do?
1: Yeah, so I'm Brad Bailey. I'm a vice president with Colliers International, a global real estate firm in 68 countries. We offer full service commercial services to our clients, and that includes everything from brokerage services, property management, investment management, valuation, and advisory roles. So full service. Um, I work personally here in the Nanaimo office, and I work in brokerage. So I do all market segments, whether that be office, retail, industrial, land sales, hospitality, multifamily buildings, mm-hmm. um, and depending who the client is, of course, I'm either representing a landlord, a tenant, a buyer, or a seller.
0: Awesome. And and that approach to handling such a wide variety of, of different, uh, you know, real estate types. Is that more as a result of working in a smaller market like Vancouver Island? Like, would you see that same type of approach in like a Vancouver or Toronto? Or is, are you kind of blessed with, you know, being able to touch everything cause you're in a smaller area?
1: We're blessed with being jacks of all trades here. Okay. So yeah, you're right in, in the larger municipalities. They specialize a little bit more just because of the large demographics. Mm -hmm. We have smaller transactions, uh, smaller municipalities, so we tend to specialize uh, across the board in in most market segments.
0: Awesome. I imagine that makes things a little bit more fun at times. There's a little bit more of a dynamic aspect
1: to the job. A little more variety, but it can stretch you a little bit as well.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Um, Appreciate you sharing that. Uh, One of the things that we wanted to cover here too was Um, kind of the Vancouver Island commercial industrial real estate market north of the Malahat. Um, And just wondering if you could speak to kind of market trends things that you're you're seeing, anything from deal volume, you know, price uh, fluctuation, inventory, scarcity, et cetera. Do you have uh, some thoughts there?
1: Yeah. I mean, if you're looking at the Mid-Island, obviously the major market here is in Nanaimo and that's simply because of our transportation links. Not only to the lower mainland, but the island highway, good access north and south. Uh, I would say that's followed by the Cowichan Valley, which is due to its proximity to Victoria, is really starting to take off, especially residentially. Yeah. There's big commercial development uh, going on there. They just announced the Cowichan District Hospital. Yeah. $600 million project. That's really going to drive some of the economy there. Uh, interestingly, in the neighbourhood, uh, it's surrounded by larger acreage parcels, residential in the main. The future land use suggests commercial, so I think we're going to see some commercial development in that node around the hospital. Yeah. And that, that could take the form of multi-family buildings, office buildings and, and other uses to support the hospital. So those are the two markets, Courtney Comox and Comox Valley is also a pretty active market right now. Mm-hmm. Overarching, in summary, the things driving us right now are significant population in migration, which is driving demand, mm-hmm. which is then having the effects of diminishing our inventory. So we're very scarce in inventory in certainly the hottest markets, that being multifamily land industrial is extremely busy and active market. And of course the end result of all that is that prices are rising as well yeah. as particularly uh, in industrial lease rates were static for a number of years. They're, they're rapidly increasing because our, our vacancy rates are extremely low in the major municipalities for industrial and you'll see capitalization rates for products, investment products such as apartment buildings um, compressing as well. Awesome.
0: Yeah, I know it, it's it's great to hear. It's funny you mentioned the Couch in Valley. We have noticed, I would say the last two or three years, me personally, um there's a lot of commercial uh and residential activity. And it's been a bit of a surprise because you know you think about the island in you know, Nanamo Victoria, are kind of like the, the big hubs, but the Couch and Valley in terms of the level of activity, it just it's been really surprising. And that's, you know it's kind of a, a smaller community you know, outside looking in, but it's like a lot of heavy hitters there that we just in every, it seems every week there's kind of a new developer putting up a whole bunch of homes and we're just kind of, I mean, it's nice to see, but I wouldn't have fought it, um, you know, kind of growing up in Nanaimo all
1: um, those years. Years ago, it was a well-kept secret and secret's been out for several years now, but certainly now in our markets, uh, whether you're a developer or an investor, compared to major municipalities like Vancouver and the lower mainland, it's an attractive market.
0: Um, yeah, demographics and, and the values. Yeah, no, it is. We we just did a story. Our couch and Nest is a you know a multifamily or I guess apartment building that's going up there. I think there's, um, and it's close to that hospital area, so that is nice to to see that. Um. And so, I mean, I don't know if you answered kind of your this question already, but the best two to three places to invest north of the Malahat would that kind of dovetail off of your where you're seeing the activity to, to look for opportunities there?
1: That's right. I'd say the most active markets are certainly in the Nineveh, followed by the Cowichan Valley and the Comox Valley. Mm-hmm. Which is not to say some of the other municipalities aren't equally as vibrant, but those, those are the big three areas in, in the Mid Island region. Certainly.
0: Okay. Awesome. Yeah, well, it's it's made me, it, it kind of leads into the kind of the, the meat of the thing I wanted to cover with you here is kind of what opportunity looks like for for landowners. And one of the, the examples that came to mind um, is, Le, Le, I believe it's Ladysmith, is going through an OCP uh, review. And so they're you know bringing community members and that kind of stuff. And you've seen Island West Coast with partner with Coast Salish and that kind of that oyster bay as you drive up there. Westmark is building a big apartment uh, block up there. And, um, and so just, you know, it's kind of led, you know, myself and, and, you know, different in the conversations that we have with other landowners and stuff, you know, what does opportunity look like? Um, and how do you kind of put yourself in a position to, to best take advantage of it? Um, specifically in real estate.
1: Yeah. So that'll depend on, on where you live and what your neighborhood looks like. And of course, things like existing zoning and, and the official community plan, future land uses. And you're right, I mean, so certainly um, where the demand is, the real estate will increase in value. So recently in Nanaimo, for example, um, we had an owner contact us who owned a a multi-acre residential property. But under the OCP, that property was designated as industrial. So the opportunity for that particular owner was to sell the property with the understanding that the rezoning would be... uh, formality and of course worth much more money as an industrial property rather than a, a residential property. So for owners it, it, it'll it's watching what's going on in your neighborhood and your zoning, but certainly land uses and where the market trends are going, whether they're residential or whether they're industrial or any other commercial sort of use.
0: Yeah, well yeah, no, that's that that's awesome. It's really helpful. I think you know one of the things that we're seeing as we talk with businesses is is there's a lot of you know despite all the negativity that you see there's a lot of people who have money um and businesses that have actually fared really really well especially in in the b2b sphere now you know it it doesn't diminish what's happened in tourism and these other things but um i know that there's people you know we get emails every once in a while you know if if you've got money where do you put it um and and so that's kind of what drove what drove the questions i appreciate you sharing that
1: yeah, and, it's, and that is the case. Again, the lack of inventory is the only thing um, holding us back from even more record uh, deal volumes and price benchmarks. In, in the NIMo, five years ago, it was unheard of to sell industrial land for a million dollars an acre, but that's the new benchmark for poor areas. Um, multifamily, as I mentioned, their values keep increasing top tier product for rental apartment buildings as an investment vehicle are now in the 3.75 cap capitalization rate range, which again was unheard of several years ago. Right. So all of these, all of these products are extremely desirable. We're only limited by our availability to provide to clientele. Yeah.
0: yeah, no, that's awesome. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, that kind of that wraps up kind of the professional uh, type questions uh, that I have for you just to, as we kind of get towards the end, the two, two quick ones. Um, the pers- best personal advice you've been given, something that's impacted you throughout your life could be professional, um, you know, from, from a boss or a mentor, or just something that, that you had growing up that stuck with you.
1: Be yourself. <laughs> when I got into this business, I was told by an experienced broker that um, don't try to adopt a, a salesman attitude. Um, it's about relationships so be yourself play to your strengths I think the important thing for me has been um, trust you you obviously want confidence but certainly trust and interpersonal relationships at the end of it it's a lot of numbers and statistics in real estate but I think it's very important to have your interpersonal relationships and build trust with your clients Okay, that's the way I generally live my life
0: (laughs) (laughs) words to live by Um, (laughs) Awesome. And the last, in the last que- uh, three quick things. Favorite places to eat, stay, and play on the island.
1: Well, that's a tough one. I think we all share similar views. Um, whether it's our natural amenities, Tofino is obviously a great destination. I like Port Renfrew, of um, Qualicum. I mean, there's a multitude of areas on the island that are fantastic for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I need some more cosmopolitan surroundings, Victoria is always great, of course. Mm-hmm. um yeah it's uh, the whole island is really terrific in that respect you can find just about anything you want here
0: yeah yeah no i i agree with you any preferred fine dining places
1: well lately i haven't been fine dining very much um, <laughs> i wonder why that is <laughs> yeah exactly uh, i have some some restaurants i enjoy in the i don't know if they're all fine dining experiences, but Melange, downtown Nanaimo, terrific nice. restaurant, sources local food from farmers, great stuff. Um, I have a particular attachment to the Milton Street Public House, nice. which is a, a character pub restaurant, but with exceptional food outside of your typical pub fair Great stuff. Awesome. Um, if you like Greek food, Asteris is a landmark here mm-hmm. in downtown Nanaimo as well. There's lots of it throughout the island, but those are, those are some of my favorites.
0: Awesome. Well, I appreciate you sharing that. Um, So yeah, Brad, that's, that's all I've got for you uh, today. Um, Like I said, I really appreciate your time Um, and we'll kind of gently be rolling this out over the next two or so weeks. Thanks for stopping by this episode of from the trenches, uh, the business examiner podcast. We hope you enjoyed listening to Brad talk commercial real estate in central North Vancouver Island. We're excited about um, a couple of the future interviews that we are in the process of booking Um, look to this podcast to become a uh, hopefully weekly uh, mainstay with us um, as we continue to build out new content platforms here in 2021. So we wish you guys a great Christmas and happy new year depending on when you listen to this. Um, And yeah, just wishing you
1: nothing but success in uh, 2021. Cheers.